We're live. Hello. Welcome to the nexus of pop culture and Cherry Road, Scott. I'm glad to be here. It feels all ethereal and whatnot being in a nexus. Are you thankful for the nexus? I am. I am. I am. I'm, I'm, I, you see, I don't know if thankful is the right word. Maybe, maybe grateful. Um, you know, entering into the nexus is always something that kind of... Uh, I don't know. I, I equate it to being like in a, a scene from like the old Tron movie or something. You know, that, that it's wow. not quite, or maybe the Matrix. I, I think it's know. a good time to also state that we are uh, with the uh, good folks at the uh, Vortex of Pop Culture and Trey Road. They are indeed our rival the podcast. The Vortex, so. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not even going to consider that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm. I'm a little bit appalled uh, and ashamed that something like that is is even being discussed. Did uh, you uh, enjoy a Thanksgiving meal at Lilford's? Ha! No, but interestingly enough, I will be eating Lilford's uh, Thursday night. Uh, they are catering an event that I am attending. Awesome. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about that. I always want to give a shout out to the good folks at Lilford's. Um, they, uh, they do an excellent job and, uh, you know, they're available for your catering needs. So I would, you know, I would love to have a Lilford's t-shirt. You know, that's something we need to really, uh, consider. I, I think I probably need to talk to, uh, talk to, uh, Wendy and, and Trent, uh, about, um, you know, the possibility of Tiffany working on a, uh, a marketing design for, for Lilford's T-shirts. And uh, then we can, you know, kind of uh, maybe give them away uh, to our listeners. Uh, I think virtual this is Virtual T-shirt, a plan. shotgun. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to move this forward. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and we're going to go ahead and declare that this is something that's going to happen in the near future. So listeners, be, be ready. We'd also like to let our listeners know, due to their loyalty, we have uh, increased the quality of our sound. Yes, we have. Tell them about what we're using these days. We're Steve. using the Jabra 2 Evolve headset. Yes, yes. We can't, we can't thank the good folks at Jabra enough for making such a high-quality headset. I appreciate that. And, and uh, we're, we're very, very grateful for that. We'd also like to thank, uh, as, as usual, the good folks of the Internet uh, for making this podcast possible, as well as the good folks at Bluetooth. And the folks at Deep South uh, brand peanut butter sold at Winn-Dixie from 1984 up until... <laughs> uh, up until when? I, I, I'm, I'm 1998. Okay. All right. Okay. Deep South peanut butter. You mm. ever had that? It was pretty good. That was a Winn-Dixie brand. Uh, you know, I can honestly say that I didn't. Um, I, there, there are certain things, and, and, and I'm, I'm also uh, married to a woman who feels the same way. There are certain things that you have to go name brand with. Um, That's true. And, I agree. And, and peanut butter is just one of those things. We're, we're, uh, we've tried other brands around here because people try to get, you know, try to put one over on me, but I, I'm just a Jif guy. Um, well, choose, I, choosy mothers choose Jif, so. Well, they do, and, and I'm a choosy mother. I mean, that's, we're going to get, I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Um, You're so, one choosy mother. 
Yes, that's right. So, uh, you know, and another thing that I feel like really you, you just can't skimp on is garbage bags. Um, I agree on that. I, garbage. Yeah. I'm, I'm the, yeah, I like the built in drawstring first off. Um, yes, I don't I'll, understand. I will, I will second that. The weird four corner kind of one. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That seems mm -hmm. to make no sense. It has no strategic yes. value. <laughs> no strategic value. That's, I feel like that could be the title of a podcast. That's, that's, I'm liking that. It's a spinoff. Yeah. No strategic yeah. value. Yeah. Where, where you just discuss things that seem to just have no rhyme nor reason to them. I, I don't feel like the good folks at Glad or Hefty drop the ball often, but I feel like in that, in that situation, they did. <sighs> Leave the four corners to Dean Smith. That's right. That's right. I couldn't have said that better myself. And I think Dean probably would have appreciated that. And, you know, I'm that, not that's... a, I'm not a, I'm not an NC State fan. I don't know if you watched the North Carolina, North Carolina State football game last week. Uh, but I, have I didn't to say watch the, it. I, I, I followed it a little bit. Uh, the, the Wolfpack white helmet with the uh, Wolfpack head on the helmet, that logo is really cool. It is. It is. I've, I've always enjoyed, and, and I say this as a Tar Heel. Uh, so, you know, I, I recognize that this is going to draw some ire from some people, but I've always enjoyed the mascot for NC State. Yeah, it's a good-looking uh, mascot. It's, it's, it's it cool. And, and always like the uh, whenever they play in football or basketball, the contrast of the the Carolina blue versus the red and black is, is cool, a cool look. Well, and I know that you being such a red and black fan uh, from the NWO days, that probably also holds a special place in your heart. And the jewel, there was, the, I think it was, I can't remember what year it was. I think it was the late 90s that NC State effectively copied the Georgia Bulldogs football uniform, uh, except for the logo on the helmet. I mean, the jerseys, the, even the stripe and the helmets, they were the same for like a year. Yeah. That was really confusing. Yeah. All right. So, Scott, here you go. Here's an easy one softball for you. Mm -hmm. What Super Bowl winning quarterback played at NC State? Super Bowl winning quarterback played at NC State. The last successful quarterback from NC State that I can think of would have been Phillip Rivers, but he never won a Super Bowl. Um, actually, he wouldn't have been the last because he's actually older than this person. Phillip Rivers is older than the person that won the Super Bowl? Yep. Now, was he the starter? Yeah. Okay, For three so this years. is not somebody that... Do what? For three years. Gosh. I don't know. I have no I idea. And I should know when this person is uh, generally referenced, they're referenced by the last place they played college football. Um, that'd be Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson went to NC State. Graduated from NC State. Uh, then he transferred, and, and that was back when you had transfer as a grad student. He went to Wisconsin, which is mainly known for that uh, because they always give the last place you went. Uh, well, you know, it's even Scott Whaler. Yeah. See, I feel, like, I feel like that was USC really, Upstate. I feel like that was <laughs> – I really feel like that's, that, that, that question was rigged. I'd like, to, uh, 
I'd like to approach the. Uh, I'd like to approach. He played more years committee. at NC State than he played at, at Wisconsin. But often he'll say when you know it's if it's on like Sunday Night Football or, or Monday Night Football where they can say it, he'll say something like a whole pack of Badgers to combine the two. Mm, yes. How about that? How about that? So How about at, that, sports look fans? At, look at Russell Wilson just doing the right thing, saying the right thing. That's outstanding. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so while we're at that, I um, want to see um, – I'm going to shift the gears on you a little bit here, and I'm going to ask you, um, can you name – Ted Danson. The starting five – for the Wolfpack team that upset Hakeem Olajuwon's Houston Cougars? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Charles Somebody, I think, had the last dunk. Uh, uh, there, uh, uh, was there a Monroe on there, maybe? Uh... <laughs> now you're just making things up. You're just making things up. Yeah, I, no, I didn't know that team. It, it was Carolina. I could probably name some. Although even the last Target National Championship team, I'd have trouble. I miss the days where, you know, when we were growing up in the '80s, you watched Tar Heels play. Like you know, it seemed like Jeff Lebo played for the Tar Heels for about seven or eight years. <laughs> and I know for a fact Carlos Huerta was a place kicker for the Miami Hurricanes for at least twelve seasons. Oh, that's awesome. Um, okay. Well, then I'll just I'll leave that I'll leave that alone. Um, I can't even no I can't even Jim Valvano is the only name that I mean I, I remember there was there was Rodney Monroe and Tom Gugliata Fire and Ice but weren't they were like years after that Yeah, they were years after that. So you would have you'd have uh, Thurl Bailey. Is Lorenzen right? Was he Lorenzo Charles? Well, that was okay. So I was thinking there was Charles in there. Sid, Sidney Lowe. Yeah, Derek, was, was... Derek Wittenberg. And let's see. I'm trying to think who the, who the other starter was. Um, Philip Monax. Ran... No, I don't, I don't think it was Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to. I'm probably not going to be able to remember that third, that that last player. Some maybe, maybe somebody's filling in a uh, comment right now, and uh, and that's uh, that'll be good. So what do we, what do we have on tap for tonight? We are uh, we're laying down some groundwork. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about supporting best supporting characters in TV sitcom history. Okay, best supporting characters in TV sitcom history, and so it seems to me that. In order to do that, we have to establish some uh, uh, some criteria for what constitutes a supporting character versus a a main character. And is there like a like a lower? I mean, obviously not the people that are in the background in scenes that don't have any lines at all, and they're just like passersby. But like, is there like a uh, I was thinking about this. There, to me, there's a difference between a supporting character and a recurring character. So could so like, we say, could we call this the Paul rule? From Cheers? Yes. Can we call, 
can we does Paul classify qualify as a supporting character? I don't think so. So, but he did have I, I lines because he he didn't have an he was I would say he was a recurring character because he just didn't have a we didn't know enough about him. Like I would mm-hmm. say, my thought is Newman on Seinfeld would be a recurring character. Oh, um, okay, but not a supporting character. But not a supporting character because it would I'd have to look up how many times he was actually on Seinfeld, um, which is probably a lot less than we'd think, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. Wayne Knight was wonderful. I was watching some Seinfeld tonight and just dying laughing. At Newman, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think I think you have to, and I think we have to go back too and say that when we talk about a sitcom, we're talking about a half-hour show, mm-hmm. and but it does not have to be does not have to be network. It can it can be something that's available through streaming that's debuted on streaming. It can be anything really from the honeymooners to anything present day, um, you know, from honeymooners to Kim's convenience. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Um, that's a that's a great show. Um, so I, I think there is a difference. Like I think a supporting character is a character that is is around every episode, uh, is involved in every episode. Whereas a supporting character, you may see like Skippy Handled. Hmm, that's a good now. Skippy Handleman's a, a tricky area too, because some supporting characters or some recurring characters did become supporting characters later. Well, I think that if there was ever a time when they could be qualified as supporting characters, then you call them supporting characters. I think that's fair. Um, I think that, like, for... And this is why I say we go with... See, I would... I don't know. I, I feel like if if Newman's not a supporting character on Seinfeld, then who is? Who's a supporting character? Anybody? I would, or Frank, is the show Frank, with no supporting I would characters? say Frank. Frank and Estelle, George's parents. So Our supporting characters. But what about Jerry's parents? They were just a, they were around a, a little bit. I would I would place them more than recurring. I think a good example supporting character to me would be Alice on the Brady Bunch, right? Recurring character Sam the Butcher. Okay, I can I, I, I can I can see where you're going with this, but I also feel like one of the things that you said about Paul when we were talking about the Paul rule is we know very little about Paul. He has a couple of lines here and there, but I don't, I don't, do we even know where Paul works, what his job is, any of that? We know that? nothing about Paul. Okay. But we do know things about Skippy Handelman. We do know things about Newman. And I think, I think that Skippy Handelman transitioned into a supporting character. Newman, I'm, I, I'm going to have to look at it, because Newman was around a lot more after season four. Uh-huh. Um, and it felt like in his last final seasons, he was virtually in every episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Yeah, I'm 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 I think we're just going to have to feel our way through this. And 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 determine. However, I I think there are some characters that often might get chosen as like if we were doing like if we're talking about the Emmy Awards or something like that, that might get chosen for supporting character roles. Like I would imagine, I don't know any of this. I'm just speculating here that uh, one of the non-Jerry characters on Seinfeld, George Elaine Kramer, probably won an Emmy. I right, and I would say that th- those are all main characters. But those are all main characters, right? So that that that's that's kind of what what I want to say. So if we're talking about 
if we're talking about mash i don't know mash so okay okay but then let's not talk about mash we'll <laughs> i don't know mash and i, and right I don't know all in the family okay fair enough fair enough so the the you you said something a minute ago that we also need to establish is are we sticking just with sitcoms? Is that the is that the where we're going? I, this, I think so for one? now. That's it's okay. important to stick with sitcoms. Okay. okay. I just always the Emmys always had that weird category where they would do best supporting actor and it would be like comedy slash musical slash adventure. Uh, and I and I remember one year was uh, John Hillerman. I love Magnum PI. <clears throat> yes. And John and, and the character of Higgins is a wonderful supporting character. Mm-hmm. But he beat he beat out um, Danny DeVito for best supporting actor in a comedy and the Emmys, and it just always bothered me because they're, they're two such different shows. Yes. Uh, I, maybe the maybe the line of thinking though was that Higgins was sort of a comedic character. Um. Not not in the way that you would normally think of comedy. But that, uh, and that's that's why I think it's important to separate them because it's really hard to compare yes. Magnum PI to Taxi. I mean, just yes, Agreed. two very very different things. Agreed, agreed. I can I can get on board with that. So so continuing Come on aboard. down. We're expecting on... you. <laughs> I, I don't know what just happened, but. I... I felt like I was about to board the love boat. So, and you think about love, okay, love boat. Um, there, there would be the whole crew would be main characters, right? But I would say someone like uh, Captain Captain Stooping's daughter Vicky. She was a recurring character. Um, not a supporting character. Not a supporting character. Really, I don't, I, Isaac was more of a supporting character than he was a main character. I feel like so was Doc. I feel like Gopher got more airtime than any of them. Gopher and Julie. Gopher and Julie seem to get the most. Yes. And Captain Steuben. Oh, of course. It was all about yeah. Captain Steuben. Yes. Do you uh, remember his first name? What was his first name? Was it Darren? Merrill. Merrill. Wow. Kai, you could have given me a hundred guesses and I would not have. <laughs> he just died uh, like but, a month but ago. Now that, now that, yeah. Uh, his, his Gavin McLeod. Right? That's mm-hmm. his real name. Yeah. Captain Merrill Steubing. Yeah, okay. Sorry, as your captain. So, so we're okay. So we're going to see, this is why. It's gotta, this is going to be a very nuanced discussion because I would agree with you that Captain Steubing, Gopher, and Julie were the main characters. Mm-hmm. And that Isaac and Doc and Vicky were all supporting characters. Yes, Less plots involved them. Right. Though, really, Doc Berger was just a male whore because he was just getting with anyone who aborted that ship. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> now, when serving we talk up chlamydia of... like Isaac was serving up cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, we talk about, when we talk about friends... Six main characters, and that's the end of the discussion. That's a that's a good question. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a fan of Friends. I watched Friends. I've uh-huh. seen every episode. I uh-huh. really liked it when it was on. I did just has not aged well for me. But I would say they had a lot of yeah. There weren't many supporting characters there. Uh, you know, there was recurring 
characters with, with Ross's ex-wife, with uh, him, the Gellers, the parents. Mm -hmm. Tom Selleck had a recurring role. Um, now, would Tom Selleck name? have moved Paul into Rudd. supporting at some point? I don't think so. With the consistency? Oh, and Paul Rudd. I forgot about Paul Rudd. That was... Uh... Even what's his name was on there? Uh, John uh, Favreau. Yes, John Favreau, as well as um, uh, Michael Rapaport. And Hank Azaria. That's right, Hank Azaria. Yes. Hank Azaria is somebody that I really feel like is underappreciated in this world. I feel like that's a whole other podcast right there. and Just just Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. Mm -hmm. I, I can sit on board with that. Yes, without question. Um, that just, yeah. The Simpsons itself could be probably a series of podcasts. And there you go. Um, that, and that's a show, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that's full of, like Bumblebee Man, the sea captain, recurring characters. Uh, I put Paul in the category of those type of characters. Okay. But, um, but like Miss, Mr. And... Burns, Mr. Burns has all but disappeared, but he was an important supporting character. Uh, Principal Skinner? And... Seymour. Mm -hmm. Yep. Definitely a supporting character. Um, uh, Mo, Flanders, yeah, Ned Flanders, uh, Grandpa Simpson, Barney, uh, Chief Wiggum. Uh, <laughs> that's all right, boys. Uh, suspect is hatless. I repeat, suspect is hatless. <laughs> one of my favorite was from one of the early uh, Treehouse of Horrors. Was uh, Another it was Ken Brockman, who Ken Brockman's one of my favorites too. Yes. Uh, police have police found another body drained of its blood with two marks on the side of its neck. They found this cape, and there's a picture comes up. This black cape was found at the crime scene, and the black cape says Dracula on it. And they go, Police are baffled. <laughs> and they go they go to Chief Wiggum and goes, Ah, uh, yeah, we're not sure. Uh, we think this may be a mummy. So as a precaution, <laughs> we're tearing down the Egyptian wing of the Springfield Museum. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I could I could definitely get on board with just talking that. So for... even if, and if we're just going to like you, you know, I'm, I'm crossing over into movie territory here, but obviously like Harry, Hermione, and Ron, main characters, whereas supporting character would be uh, Malfoy. Mm -hmm. I'm only saying that because I'm surrounded by some Harry Potter things here in my my wife's desk. Mm-hmm. You know, if we look at um, what's happening, main characters, Raj, Dwayne, Rerun, supporting character, D, Shirley. Okay, who's the main character at Good Times? Someone said something different the other day. I was watching TV. Oh, I was listening to Ron Howard's book. Um, and he said the main character of Good Times was this person. I thought... That's not what I thought the main character was. Ron Howard said somebody different? Yes. Then I was thinking. I always thought this person was the main character to me. But who's the main character of Good Times to you? For our well, young it can't listeners. Be, it can't be James. Because he didn't last the series. One of the great angry characters of all time. Yeah, I think he only oh. lasted the season. 
And I think we didn't we are and and to talk about this, didn't we already establish that this is not a a a, a sitcom? We talked about that at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, when you get into all that Norman Lear 70 stuff that was on CBS, yeah. it's hard to all in the family mod. It's all very serious. Yes. Okay, so here, um, here's a good one. What was my question? I asked a question. Oh, you asked, to, well, so who who's the main character? Um, and I mean, it's got to be JJ. Okay. I always thought, and I'm not going to, I'm not necessarily arguing that. I always just thought it was Florida who was the mom because she seemed to be involved in everything in that show. And I'm, cer- I mean, I'm certainly I, not going to argue with Ron Howard. I understand. So who did he say? JJ. I mean, I, I would just, yeah, I would say that it was JJ. But if you, know, you if I, I said to you, who was the main character in Happy Days? Who would you say? Richie. Me too. And but but they talked about how Fonzie was the main character. But even as popular as Fonzie was, whenever I watched that show, I always considered Richie Cunningham to be the main character. Yep, I agree. Uh, even despite <laughs> Ron Howard says that he wasn't, but I always, to me, whenever I watch Happy Days, and uh, so I think someone like Potsy is a supporting actor, and 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 Ralph Mouth, yeah. um, and Chachi is a good example of Chachi is a character that went through all three, right? Chachi went from recurring to supporting to main. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm trying. I just I can't. I, I just think of. I think of Richie. Yeah, me too. It's when I think of Happy Days. I think Richie Cunningham first and foremost, and then then everything revolves around that. And I think of Fonz next. Even when you watch the credits, they always who who was the last? Do you remember the last person the credit was? Was it Marion or Tom Bosley? It's Tom Bosley. Yeah. Which I always like yep. Tom Bosley. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, though, I feel like when shows have credits like that, that have and so-and-so at the end, that that person is usually a main character, too. Right, exactly. I agree. Um, so. And I think sometimes the main character doesn't necessarily have to be in every scene, but they're just such a big part of the resolution mm-hmm. of it, which obviously yeah, Mr. And, Cunningham and, was, and Florida on Good Times was. So I, I would give... So to... to speak to that i would say that while florida was on the show that it was florida and jj together were probably the main character yeah i I would i would go with that i just always Um, felt when i I think of that show and then at some point i know that she kind of leaves um yes and similarly i would say that on happy days the case could be made that the main characters were richie and mr cunningham howard and fonz all three yeah, I agree. Uh, and I, I could accept that. Uh, now, if you started saying that Joni was a main character, or, you know, that Ralph was a main character, I would, I would, I would object to that. Well, when you, when you get into Happy Days post, let's say, 81 to 84, those last couple seasons when Joni mm-hmm. and Chachi and Cousin Ace, Ted McGinley are, are the main <laughs> characters, yeah. it's, it's, it's off the rails. I don't even watch those. Yeah, Happy Days has some of the better Christmas episodes, though. 
as does a show we we've, I know we've not talked about this show at all, which is a good show. It's Home Improvement. Yes. Which, which I don't I don't find to be I don't put it in the same class as Seinfeld in terms of funny, but I certainly can I have no problem sitting down and watching Home Improvement and and I'm just gonna enjoy it from beginning to end. Yes. Now on Home Improvement I think there are some clearly defined lines too. The main characters are Tim and Jill. That's yep, the end. Agreed. Um the boys and Wilson and Al are the supporting characters. Correct. Recurring and, and he, Go ahead. <laughs> that We're, was awkward. We just we just had an awkward moment here. <laughs> um, and then any of the girl, the various girls that right. were the Tim the Toolman, those are all recurring characters. I can't remember her name. Um, Debbie Dunning was her name. Was the one who was after Pamela Anderson. Yes. What's her name? Um, her on the show. Uh, what was her name? I can't remember. Um, I do not remember what her name was. Okay, so Heidi. let's let's was it Heidi? Heidi? That sounds right. Yeah. Okay, so I think this is right. The actress who played Jill's mom was a supporting actress on another famous sitcom from the nineteen seventies. Can you name the actress and the character that I'm thinking of? Give me a minute. I gotta I gotta think for I gotta think through her face. Um, uh, I'm trying. The clue again is Jill's mom. Famous supporting Dude. role for a 1970 sitcom. Mm, no, just trying to get the picture in my head. Um, her mom. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go to the. Uh, her mom, hang on, nope, nope, nope. Her mom was, uh, was her mom Sandy Duncan? No. It wasn't? That's the tic-tac-toe music. We need to do game shows, because I, I could do a whole show on Wink Martindale by itself. I could, too. Polly Holiday. Polly Holiday. I don't, better, known, I bet... better known as Flo. Really? Mel Sharples Kiss My Grits. Really? Yep. I don't know that I ever saw any episodes with her on there, then. I was thinking that her mom was... Uh, who, was not Sandy she? Duncan. Come on. That's, that's Bush League's got... Who was... Uh, whose mom was she? She was, she was on the Hogan family, right? <laughs> yeah, but she was somebody's mom. We haven't seen man. Sandy Duncan in a long time. And it may be not. It may not be Sandy Duncan that I'm thinking of. But anyway, do you think she still eats um, wheat thins? I hope so. <laughs> because I don't want to eat them anymore. If she stopped, I'm with so, you there. Um. So yeah. Okay. So um. All right. So that said, we have lots of uh, of. Of material, raw material to work with here. So, we, we, how do we? Uh, who do we want to start with? Is there a supporting character that just screams, "This is absolutely who you start with"? 
Do you, do you start with uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Uh, what was Ralph's friend in the honeymooners? Oh, uh, Art Carney, Nor uh, Norton, Norton, Norton. Yeah, that would be the first. I don't even know. Um, I always when I think back and I think of the first TV show, I think of the honeymooners. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know that. He, I mean, first of all, I'm gonna. Ask, did Did you watch a lot of episodes of that? I I really didn't. Okay. Um, so you know, the, the 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 show that I feel like I goes the furthest back for me that I watched because I, I wasn't a huge fan of I Love Lucy. Mm -hmm. Um, show just doesn't make me laugh, and I unfortunately it suffers from the fact that it probably was the first show to do a lot of those jokes that they did, but mm -hmm. I had already seen them in so many other places. Mm-hmm. That for me, watching that, it's just not funny. Yeah. Because I know exactly where it's going. Um, so where do you go then? Where Where do you go back? What's What's your farthest back? The I think Leave It to Beaver is probably the show because that was on early the late fifties, early sixties. I also like Dennis the Menace too. Um, but I liked I like Leave It to Beaver a lot. You know, okay, a I, Beaver, I, I, obviously I, I, a main character. Wally, supporting character. Eddie Haskell, big supporting character. So you said Wally supporting character. What did you say? Beaver obviously is main character. What are Ward and June? I would say they're main characters. I would say well, I would say I would say June more supporting. I say Ward and the Beaver were the two main characters of that show. Hmm. Okay. Someone like Larry Mondello would be a recurring character. Okay. So then, all right. I, I, I'm I'm. I am also not qualified to talk about Norton from The Honeymooners. <laughs> but I also would say that I, my understanding of that show, Norton would be a main character. Okay. Norton so and his... so Very similar to the uh, Ricky, Lucy, Fred, Ethel setup for I Love Lucy. It would be... And I don't... I know none of their... I can't remember any of their names besides um, Ralph and Norton. Um, I can't remember any of the Tri wives. Trixie ones. was one of them. Alice, um, Alex. Alice was Ralph's Al wife. No, Alice was. Alice. Alice was Ralph's wife. Yeah, um, that's right. And was it Trixie? Yeah, Trixie. Okay. Um, they were the. They were the. Uh, you know, they were the main the main characters. I would say. Um, so. So if we talk, leave it to Beaver. Um. Starring which, Hugh Billingsley. Which main, I mean, which supporting character? Sorry, Hugh Beaumont, Barbara Billingsley. Go ahead. And Tony Dow. Um, and Jerry Mathers as the Beaver. Who do we talk about? Which supporting character do we talk about? I mean, so the popular choice would obviously be Eddie Haskell. Right, he he uh, would be a very strong person to talk about a supporting character. Um, um, but you know, we have a lot more information on Wally and June. Um, I would say than we do about Eddie. Um, so you know, where, I feel where, like though June June and, and Wally in that show they never they never drove the action. It was always Beaver. Beaver doing something he shouldn't do. A lot um, of times because Eddie suggested that he should. Or suggested Wally do something he shouldn't. Yes. But it was never... Wally was 
kind of just a conscience that was there. One of the best descriptions I ever ever read about Leave It to Beaver was described Beaver of the show starring a a, below, a, a boy of below average intelligence. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Listen, I, can see I don't that. want to get up on Leave It to Beaver though, uh, but I do. I do think that when you get into like, you really start to see the importance of the supporting the supporting actor. It's got to go to Barney Fife because becomes Barney becomes the perfect complement to the main character, who's a stray man, who's Andy Griffith, and I think that. that I don't know. I don't see character. in my mind the two main characters on that show are Andy and Barney. Because if you think think about this, so let me tell you. <clears throat> How many of those shows are really about Barney, though? Hmm. I'd say a good many. I would say but, a good but, many. But it's, it's more about him being a part of Andy's universe in Mayberry than just about him on his own. I'm, I'm, oh, we should have discussed this one off the air. <laughs> I put a lot of thought I, to this one. I feel like if anybody has seen the episode where Andy gives a speeding ticket to the the out of town hotshot guy, mm-hmm. and so they the guy hires an attorney and they're basically suing Andy, in essence, uh, or to, in an attempt to have him removed from office. Actually, is what they're trying to do. And it all hinges on Barney's testimony. It's one of the greatest scenes of Andy Griffith ever. Uh, it's, 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 my, it's by far, and, and I, I say this understanding that there are dozens and dozens of just excellent episodes of Andy Griffith. But it, this one is by far my favorite because Barney gets on the witness stand and he starts talking about Andy and, and, and how and the friend that he is to Mayberry. And it is, I mean, it's, it's very moving. Um, but that show was about something that Andy had done wrong. But it was Barney that made the show. And I, I think to me that's the difference. And I'm not saying that Barney's humor and, and the things that he contributes don't make the show frequently. Because really, Barney is... Is, is hilarious um, and, and brings much of the comic relief to the show. But it is also his chemistry with Andy that lends itself to the fact that that show, if there's no Floyd, if there's no Helen, even if there's no Aunt B or Opie, you could still have somebody else that's inserted in there to make up for the loss of those characters. You lose Barney Fife. No, you can't. You can't make up for Opie. I think you the, could. I mean, the center Opie of that sh- a... the center of that show is is Andy and Opie, and everything no. else moves around that. Yes. No. Everything, everything else moves that. They are the center. They are. They are the sun. They are the middle no. of the galaxy. No, it is Andy and Barney. No, you need to go back it and is. watch, son. You're wrong. This is one I just I, I don't feel like we're gonna we're gonna come to a, come to terms on. 
Go ahead and think about the most memorable episodes. I just named one. Right. Okay. Then Ampy's Pickles, right? Mr. McBeavy. The birds. Or the, you mm-hmm. know, when Opie kills the bird. They're, mm-hmm. they're about, they're about, usually about Andy and Opie. The, the, those are the most important episodes. Bar, the that fun show, girls. That show. The, that's a, I love that. The haunted house. Haunted house is a good one too. I feel like there's a, the, a hazard similar uh, to that. Barney runs for sheriff. Uh, the episode where Barney and Andy are up for the Esquire Club. Which is uh, later repeated, I believe, as an episode of Frasier. <laughs> yes, I believe so, too. I, uh, I, I, will, I will concur with you wholeheartedly on that. But still, it's, 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 Barney doesn't exist without Andy. And that's why he's the supporting character. Because there are great and, plots of of that show, Barney's always Barney's often off on his side doing something else. So is Opie. Okay, I'm not. Andy's the main character. the The whole thing is that <laughs> sheriff is raising that boy in that North Carolina town with the help of his aunt. The fact that Barney is his sheriff. Is 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 not the main focus of that show. I disagree. Now that doesn't lessen it any. I mean, I think Bar- I think Barney Fife is is the best supporting character of all time. Now, which gets us an interesting discussion of this because I love Don Knotts. Mm-hmm. I think Don Knotts is hilarious and underrated. Uh-huh. And I I knew Don Knotts first as Mister Furley. Uh huh. Before I ever knew him as Barney Fife. Mm-hmm. But the reason why. Mr. Furley is not as do you, do you know why Mr. Furley is not as great as as Barney Five? I feel like you should tell me. <laughs> well, if you look at when you look at the Andy Griffith show and you see Barney often plays off the straight character of Andy, right? Uh-huh. When you look at Three's Company, which Ralph Furley is part of that universe. Who's the straight person that he's playing off of? Nobody. There's not one. Well, it's Janet. It's Joyce DeWitt, right? Oh, okay. Okay. Because, because my first thought was, it's nobody. I'm like, no, wait, it's Janet. And then because the, the person who already has that role with the physical comedy is already there. It's, it's John Ritter as Jack Tripper, right? Mm-hmm. And so he almost comes in. I feel like that character, that wacky any character, is already the main character of that show. And then you have, Mr. by the way, Mr. Furley's still outstanding it's just not the same compliment as you have with the andy griffith show so it doesn't stand out as much to me and, and ralph furley definitely didn't didn't drive plot lines a whole lot he was just and that's another thing recurring character ralph furley was there often and did a lot of funny stuff but was ralph furley ever really driving the episodes where they really you know what's your favorite ralph furley episode no, there's, I mean, there, there are maybe one or two where he was kind of, he had something going on in his, his world that, that the gang was trying to assist with, maybe. Right. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we enlist Larry's help or something like that, you know. Um, I still, you know, I can't, I can't agree with you that Barney We're, we're, we're going to have to get out the, the episode guide. We're going to have to get on episode through episode, and we're going to have to determine... Uh, how many episodes are really about Barney Five? 
But I love, I love, I love Don Knotts. I love any Disney movie he did. I think that Barney Fife is incredibly funny. I think it holds up today. I think it, to me, you, like from where it didn't work for me, where, where we saw the stuff Lucy doing, I saw the stuff that Lucy did being repeated in sitcoms in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And I go back and I watch I Love Lucy, I don't laugh. Whereas there's stuff that happened on the Andy Griffith show, which probably happened for the first time on TV in a sitcom in those episodes. I'm laughing at those and going, this is great. Mm -hmm. But you can't, mm -hmm. you can't, like, you can't duplicate, duplicate the Pickles episode. By the way, I would argue that the best, the best, my favorite scene, which is not nearly as deep as yours, is during the, the, the Pickle episode. Uh, and they have to get rid of the Pickles. And so you've got Barney standing out there on the road, stopping cars, saying, "Oh, we're just giving away these jars of pickles. To anyone <laughs> yep. driving to yep. town?" Yep. Yep. <laughs> I love that. Yes. And they're all going in and grabbing a jar of pickles and eating them down, so that she has to make more kerosene. And and that includes Barney. Barney is That's Barney it. is 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 involved in every major. Occurrence. I mean, even even you, you brought up Mr. McBeavy. Um, even in that regard, you know, Barney Barney had some had plenty to contribute to Andy needing to be careful about you know the boy and his imagination and all that. But sort that's of what a supporting character does. He's just he's just there to 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 question. He's not the driving force there. Uh, no, of course he's the driving force because no, he's causing Andy's Andy the driving force. to question himself. Because Andy was, you know, Andy's saying, you know, this is, you know, probably not a big deal. He's just backing up Andy's Andy's doubts. <laughs> oh, you're gonna lose this one. You've you've stepped into a realm that I am very comfortable in. <laughs> I'm I'm very comfortable, Mayberry. If you uh, if you if you shift the scene to uh, the taxi garage, you you'll you'll probably be able to uh, just have your way with whatever you decide. <laughs> we won't get but there yet. Mayberry I think it's in Mayberry though. Barney reigns supreme. Citizens arrest. Don't forget about Gomer. Uh oh, yes, we got a little that's, feedback that's there. That's true. My... See, see, and here's the other thing about it that makes Barney's character so important and so deep is that there were, as, as silly and ridiculous as Barney was, there were at Go. least three supporting characters, and I would call them supporting characters, that were dumber than he was. Floyd, Goober, and... And Gomer. Gomer, yeah. Um, Otis. And, well, yeah, you could make the case for Otis as well. Whoever Ernest the mayor Bass. was. Ernest T. Bass. That would be, he would be a definitely a recurring character. Yes, agreed. When it turned, I mean, when, when you look at the list of episodes, he's in very few. Um, similarly, uh, and, and, but, but probably in a few more, are the Darlings. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they had some, they had some great, great lines. But of course, you, and, you know, and one of our great uh, supporting actors of all time, Uncle Jesse. Yes. Yes. And there's also an episode, now, I don't remember... The name of it. Let me know if the, my headphones sound weird because they're getting a little crackly for me. Um, there's an episode where a guy leaves Mayberry and he goes to Hollywood as a guitarist and he comes back. And it's Roscoe P. Coltrane. That's right. Yes, yeah, James Best. Mm hmm. Yep. He's in a couple of episodes. Oh, um, is his name is Jim. 
what's his name? Jim. What is his last name in the show? Jim. I can't we know remember. if um did uh what's his name? Oh, I can't think of his name. Who played JD Hogg? I know his name. What's his name? Oh uh Cyril Book. Yeah. Cyril Book, I think, was on an episode of Andy Griffith too. Okay. Uh, what what yes. Oscar winning actor was in an episode of the Andy Griffith show as the defendant in the court case? This is when it was in color. Oh, I don't know. I don't watch those. That's like you and uh ace episodes of Happy Days. Jack Nicholson. Huh. I don't know that I've ever seen that. I I don't watch them. When you get out of black and white. It was when I was watching. I think I, I, I was flipping through one time. And I was like. That guy looks familiar. And I realized who it was. So it's the one where Aunt B's in the jury. And she's the only one who thinks he's innocent. And she spends the whole episode convincing the jury. That he is innocent. Yeah I'm not. Uh, so, I, I don't. I don't know that one. Um, so this is what I'm thinking. I'll, I'm thinking we're, we're still in the 60s here. And, and we touched a little bit in the 70s. Maybe this is where we should conclude our part one. Uh, uh, that does that does sound good. With you uh, admitting that Barney is indeed a main character, and we she's not a main character. Up. No, <laughs> he wasn't even written in to be a main character. Oh, see now you're just making things up. Now you're just you're just saying like I, I'm in the heads of the writers, and it was. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Where is I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just say objection, Your Honor. Hearsay. That's, that's what e I'm going to do. Even the episodes that mostly focused on Barney, they were still more about how Andy was supporting him. Which is what supporting actors do. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Walked right into that one. <laughs> but see, I'm willing to... I'm, I'm not going to say that Andy's not a main character. I mean, it's his, the, his name's on the show, for goodness sake. But there's, the, I don't know if you, you need to look up, um, I'm going to see if I can find this and send this to you. But there I, is if, a, if we, like, if we look up the list of Emmys that Don Knotts won, they're for a supporting actor. They're not for best actor in a comedy series. Right. But we also said that we, we literally said at the beginning of this podcast that we were pretty sure that either Kramer or George or Elaine probably won a best supporting actor or actress Emmy but we don't consider them to be supporting actor or actresses. They were main characters. I think you're breaking up. Emma? No. <laughs> oh, okay. So you need to go and look up. There are even songs. There's no songs. You're not going to find songs about Andy and Opie. You can go on. You can find like, like subcultural songs about Andy and Barney. that deal with the two of them because they are the main characters from the Andy Griffith show. That show revolves around Andy Sheriff Andy Taylor. He's the main character of that show. And everyone else, uh -huh. including including Andy and Barney, are supporting. By that rationale, then we have to retract our original statements 
Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld revolves around Jerry Se- Seinfeld. Seinfeld's a different show. Like you really can't compare. Going back to what we said too, like it's almost like comparing Magnum PI to Taxi. Like it's really hard to compare the Andy Griffith show to Seinfeld. Well, we're talking about sitcoms, and we're talking about characters that drive the show. And Kramer drove the show sometimes. George drove the show sometimes. Barney Fife drove the show sometimes. Did that but, mean but, you that? Know, he Andy... wasn't even, but, th- but then later on, he becomes less and less involved in the show. And he's, he's how many episodes is he in? When you look at George, Elaine, and Kramer, they're there for the entire run of that series. Yes. Whereas, whereas Barney Fife is not. Right. But again, I will not, I, and, and, and this I will not yield on. Barney Fife is in all of the black and white episodes. Is that true? I'm, I'm is that a sure. researchable? I think that's. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I feel like that's a Scott Whaley. That's a whalebone special. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's true. I mean, maybe at the very, very end. Um, I think you've had one too many sips out of the, the party naked plastic drinking mug. I, you know, I think that for you to throw that in my face at this point in time is just absurd. <laughs> Do you still have the mug? No, of course not. I have no idea what happened. I don't. It didn't make it out of out of Rock <laughs> Richardson Hill. Hall. Yeah, it it uh, it certainly did not. Went the um, way of the pineapple shirt. No, the uh, watermelon shirt. Something. Yes. So Barney and Aunt B were in right around the same amount of episodes. Um, and that would be. Let's see. Seasons, there were eight seasons, but the first five were in black and white. And so there were Are you doing live research uh, right now? It doesn't yeah, it doesn't tell me how many how many episodes there are in a season by um by this list. Um so it looks like about um, I'm curious to how this audio is going to sound because it sounds a little bit crackly to me from my end. I, I think it sounds it's... fine. Okay. Um, Turn off the so it looks fan. like it looks like <clears throat> yeah, it looks like Barney was in if if not all the va- the vast vast majority of the black and white episodes and after the black and white well, that's, episodes that's a different going... statement though than he was in 100% what do you mean you th- you said he was in all the black and white episodes well i i mean i don't know if there was like an episode here or an episode there that you know for whatever reason don knotts was off uh, i right. can't i can't confirm that but he was um, strong enough too, where he would come back and be on like one or two episodes and win Best Supporting Actor for being like on one one episode. But I would say that I'm I'm not willing to entertain any discussion about Andy Griffith in color. That shows dead. No, I'm with you on it that. It, it or maybe Barry RFD. Right. Yes. Was this was the sheriff's name Warren? Was that his name? Um. Yes. Well, Warren became the deputy. Okay. He wore that weird strap across his chest. Yes, and that always bothered me. 
And he was like from up north or something too, wasn't he? I can't remember that because, um, because as I said, I I just don't I don't know uh, enough about the color episodes. Um, I'm with you. I didn't watch many. There's there's a few maybe uh, in color that are good, but not many. So, um, I do believe there's an episode going back to our good friend. Uh, Gavin McLeod, there's an episode where these three people come to town and they say that they're filming this, this the, the sheriff without a gun and they're really there to rob a bank and, and the bald guy is actually, that's Gavin McLeod. Hmm. So it looks like he did, he was in all five of the first seasons. Barney Five? Um, yeah. Or Gavin um, McLeod? Barney Five, not Gavin McLeod. Um, I think we need to do uh, a deep dive on Gavin McLeod one one time. Do yeah, it very I special. Agree. I agree. So now that you've seen the light and realize that Don Knotts is a main character, I think we can. Uh, I think we can uh, wrap this up for the evening. I still go supporting character on this. <laughs> oh, well. I think that there is nothing else to do except for wait for the Mike Schmidt music to start. What would that so be? That, so, is it two silver spoons together? You and I? <laughs> Here we are, face to face, a couple of the silver spoons. Uh, hoping to find Mike Schmidt trivia. Okay, well, <laughs> do you have a, a Mike Schmidt question prepared for tonight? I do have one. I do have one prepared for. I've I've got a, I always keep a couple on the. Uh, but I I, just, I always try to figure out. Okay, which one? Which one do I want to use? Um, let's see. So I'm gonna say that tonight's question. Um, It's going to be, okay. Um, in 1976, in the Phillies' first 15 games of the season, how many home runs did Mike Schmidt hit? Seven. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. I'm sorry. The correct answer was 12. Wow. 12 home runs in the Phillies' first 15 games, boosted mostly by a four-home run game. His only one. Wow, who's that? April, April 17th, 1976. Let's see who that four That would have been against a, probably an Eastern Division team. Let's see if there's Philadelphia Phillies versus the Chicago Cubs. Because they were in the East back then. So the Phillies back then, the Phillies only played Western division teams um, in mid to late May and uh-huh. then in, in uh, mid to late August. Okay. Okay. Because um, remember, you used to play back then, before the balanced schedule, you would play your divisional rivals 16 times each. 
So I was looking to see. So he did that in April 1976. Prior to that, the last person to do that was Willie Mays in 61. Mm. And for a bonus question. Okay. The next player to do that, 10 years later, on July 6th, 1986. And I will give you a hint. I mean, I will even tell you the team that this, this fella played for. He played for the Atlanta Braves. 1986. 86. I would guess Dale Murphy, but I don't think that's it. It's not Dale Murphy. I was at a game in either the late 80s or very early 90s where Jeff Treadway hit three home runs for the Braves in Philadelphia. But that's not four uh, home runs. Four home runs. Wasn't Mark Witten. Uh, Gary Matthews, No. Mark Witten, by the way, was the next player to do it after this guy. Okay. Was, did Tuffy Rhodes have four or did he have three? Nope. Wasn't Tuffy I remember, Rhodes. I remember Mark Witten doing it because he was hard-hitting Mark Witten. Um, for the Braves, I'm trying to think. It's probably past Horner. Um, is that Biff Pokoroba? Uh, or Biff Pokerova. Oh, it's not so. Ted Simmons either. 86 Braves is tough. I'm thinking that. No, Lonnie Smith wasn't there then. Um, Washington? No, nah, he was. He would have been gone by then. Uh, but you, you, Horner, you, have said, you have said him. It's got to be Horner then, right? It is. It is Horner. Bob Horner. Well, Glenn Hubbard would have been my next guess. <laughs> All the power of Glenn Hubbard. <laughs> the weird batting stance he had. Yeah. Very open is Raf- stance. Is Rafael Ramirez. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's awesome. All right. So, I did not know Bob Horner. Can... As a, as big as a Brave, I, that's really before my Braves fandom really starts around 91. Uh, in 91 specifically, so. Although I know of the Braves, I don't have my great knowledge. Yeah. It's all well, Phillies yeah, before then. Well, uh, so I stumped you tonight. That's good. Everybody needs a good stumping every now and then, especially after, you know, the mistakes that you've made tonight in the podcast. Um, yeah, they should go. Uh, and I, hey, I, I knew who Meryl Steubing was. I'm just saying. Well... <laughs> I mean, I feel like, are we going to start yelling at each other like Conrad and Bischoff? <laughs> we can only hope so. <laughs> like Kornheiser and Wilbon? Yes. Yes. Or uh, Stephen A. Smith and anybody? Oh, I, don't, I don't like him. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, all right, my friend. Uh, we will... All right, to be continued on this, this is part one of supporting characters. Yes. And we will, thanks to the good folks at Lilford's, the Internet, Bluetooth, and Deep South Peanut Butter. Jabra. Jabra. We'll see you next time at the nexus of Pop Culture and Cherry Road. All right. We'll see you there. Good night. Good night.